Hey, and welcome to Paranormal XL Podcast. Gigi here. Um, Welcome to Season 4, all about aliens, as you guys obviously know, because I've been posting about it nonstop. So I'm pretty excited about everything. Um, Through some of the episodes throughout the season, my co-host will be Joe from 222 Paranormal Podcast, which you all should be listening to it anyway, let's just be honest. Um, So with that being said, let it bleh, let's bring Joe on. Hey, hey. Hi. Hi. How is everything in the world of Joe? Oh, it's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. It's, a mess. it's always a mess. But it's a fun no. mess. Yes, yes. Love that. So, you know, we've talked about aliens a few times with yeah. our years of friendship that we've had. Um, so that's why I thought it would be fun to have you on and helping me co-host through some of these because, you know, doing some of the episodes with myself is fine. And sometimes it's just boring and I don't like to do it. <laughs> Let's just be honest. And with aliens, everybody's kind of got a different aspect or look on it. So I think it'll yeah. be fun. It's going to be a blast. This, your season this year is going to be awesome. And everybody is going to be so enlightened because I know that you've spent a lot of time preparing for this show. You know, I, I really have the whole season of it, been trying to put it together and just making everything was it timed out correctly to be able to put out a, a good season with the aliens. The issue with that is I can make just a strict podcast on the whole alien thing. Oh, yeah. And that's where I'm like, okay, because it's so easy to jump into that rabbit hole and not ever find your way out. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there there are so many avenues that you can take. You know, I, I know that from talking to you before how much time you put in and all the different research. And I remember you calling me the one night and saying, I don't know what to do. What, what should I, should I stick on this path or should I go? I'm like, the best thing to do is just find your path that you want to go to, find out what you want to talk about because you want to try to stay on the path, but you're gonna veer off so many other things because okay. UFOs, when you're talking UFOs, you're talking space, you're talking time, you're talking dimensions, you're talking, you know, what people believe, what people say, psychology, everything oh, gosh, goes yes. into this. So the field of having a show about you, about um, UFOs, you're not going to run out of content. There's so much content. And you're going to meet some awesome people in the field. I do know that you mentioned before off air about different guests that you hope to have on. And your listener is going to be blown away at the people that you have because Oh. Unfortunately, Stanton can't be on anymore because he's not with us any longer. But oh, the yeah. quality of people that I know you were mentioning, this is going to be a great season, and it's going to be binge-worthy. People are going to have to <laughs> Tell me more wonderful things about myself, Joe. Please. I know. Please. I know. No, I'm just <laughs> proud of you and all the different, you know, I know we mentioned it before about how people will just grab a camera and call themselves a podcast with no... <laughs> effort at all into what they're doing no research of that yes. and that's fine if that's the kind that you want to have and your listener knows mm -hmm. that that's what they're doing but let's have a nice professional intellectual conversation about aliens. okay first of all <laughs> yeah i can't go yes. there because i'm gonna i'm gonna lose <laughs> <this. laughs> they're like the i'll make a different podcast for that yeah yeah, yeah. But the no, the, the field of uh, yeah, the field of aliens and extraterrestrials, UFOs, all that is a great thing to talk about because a lot of people assume one thing, but there's so much information out there that is going to change people's minds. Oh, absolutely! And they're going to be they're going to enjoy this show so much. Oh, thank you. They better. They better. 
So, like, it goes back to, like, the beginning of the universe. Like, that's where I start getting lost because, you know, you hear the stories, like, about the Greys and then the interaction mm -hmm. with the government and they have these uh, contracts with the government. Like, they give them so many humans to do whatever. <sighs> 600,000 each year. See, it, oh, did they say that out loud? <laughs> there's so many different things, and like ancient aliens and, and the pyramids and, yeah. you know, the drawings in the pyramids from like Mayan time and the Hindus yeah. and, and like everybody's talked about these for hundreds and thousands of years and we're just like, well, maybe. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we talk you about, know. you know, they're like, well, how come the aliens haven't been here before? There's cave drawings. It, that's what, yeah. There's cave drawings from, you know, 100,000 years <laughs> from ago. From cavemen. <laughs> from cavemen, cave artists. And, you know, I mentioned that before, like on, about the giants and all that stuff. People mm -hmm. think, well, what do you mean there's evidence? There's evidence everywhere. Now, I know a lot of people have seen the hydroglyphs in mm -hmm. the, it's in, it's not in the pyramid, but it's in the area. It's in one yeah. of the chambers. And it shows a helicopter, a modern boat, and a spaceship. Mm -hmm. And in other, and I'm talking this is Egypt, but other places, and, and like you mentioned about Mexico and all that, there's drawings of greys. But there are cave drawings of grey aliens with the big eyes, just like you see, just like you showed in your intro. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how can we dismiss that? You know, people say, well, we haven't been here. How, the cave people didn't come up with these ideas of, let's just put giant eyes and little tiny mouths on people, you know? <laughs> just for the hell of that. And we yeah. just kept that for hundreds and hundreds of years. They, yeah. Nobody's imagination kicked in to make it a little different. No. Um, so obviously we're into ghost hunting and stuff. So what, what's your take on that, those intertwining with, with the spiritual? You'll find, I do know that you'll find that like Bigfoot encounters. Let's go there. People that have Bigfoot encounters all of a sudden start having UFO encounters. Mm -hmm. They all of a sudden mm -hmm. have poltergeist activity in their homes. They have different, you know, just because they saw a Bigfoot, they're having all this other stuff. They're seeing flying saucers now that they didn't see before. They're seeing, you know, they're getting poltergeist activity. So I think that it all meshes together. Oh, absolutely. There's, there's a aspect of this shadow figures. I know mm -hmm. I'm putting together a mega show about shadow figures and, you know, my encounter of the shadow figures. I had, I have shadow figure encounters from different places we've investigated, but I've had I woke up in the middle of the night with a seven-foot shadow figure standing over me, looking down at me. Now, <laughs> I believe that some shadow figures are alien. Okay. They may not all be. I don't know. But right. there's so many encounters I've talked to people that have seen shadow figures, and it's always the same. Like mine, I woke up, and it was laying, it was leaning over my bed. I mean, I saw a seven-foot shadow figure mm -hmm. leaning down with one hand on the bed, and I've had... I, Talk to other people that said they have this exact same encounter, but most of your shadow figures are like peeking around corners and stuff. They're not right in front of you. Right. And I've talked to people that have had UFO encounters mm -hmm. that saw shadow figures during the UFO encounter. So I think that some of those may be alien, but okay. I don't know. They're just you know, not presenting themselves completely. Exactly. You know, I mean, we don't know what their technology is. They could no. be like, that could be part of their technology is that they, astral project themselves into a space to where the energy is there so it mm -hmm. takes on that shape yeah but they're sitting back in their you know spaceship or studio <laughs> at a yeah. computer with the thing on their face seeing what they see as if they're yeah like a home. vr headset yeah 
mess with this human a little bit. <laughs> See, we've already, we've only been on the air for 10 minutes. We've already gone super woo. This is, like I said. We have. And see, the next episode <laughs> I want to have you on is actually the theories oh. with aliens. <laughs> Hold on, people. Put a seatbelt on your chair. Yes, buckle up. Good <laughs> I do have some good ones. And some I didn't I know. so many. There, well, there's so many. Like I said, even just going on the theories, that's basically what we have when you mm-hmm. look into what we know about aliens, what we think we know. Mm-hmm. And then... Those are all theories because, well, none of them have actually been proven. Now, what? So, okay. I just had this conversation. I forget who I had it with and why even. This is my daily thing. Yeah. So, there's all this craziness going on in the world right now. The politics, people being people. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it at that. And um, just pure craziness. Nobody's worried about the same stuff that they were 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Now, here and there in between like these big things that people are on the internet looking and stuff. Now, the government has flat out said, yeah, we have this spaceship or, hey, we have this mm-hmm. alien. And people just keep scrolling. Yeah. Like we, uh, we live in a Facebook world where I was thinking about this last night about how people are picking up their phones and just mm-hmm. scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And the information is going past them so fast because it's not about I'm seeing that. The, yeah, it's not about seeing the information because we're not scrolling on Facebook, stopping at everything and reading and then we're just scrolling right. past our, we are training ourselves and here goes my life book stuff, but <laughs> we're training our brains to our attention spans being under a second because we're scrolling so fast. And then when you're trying to deal with real life, you're expecting life to scroll past that fast. So (laughs) if there was a news story of an alien that looks like Bigfoot uh, came out of this spaceship (laughs) because they dropped them off because this is the planet where they drop off all the Bigfoots. Um, Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If there was a news story that came out like that, people might scroll right past it, not even read it. Mm-mm. Not even thinking twice and about it. No. So, I don't know. It's the, our expense. Our, our, Hold on, Joe. Um, you keep. Yeah. My mind just went I see my mind. I think they just zapped me in my brain. But our attention spans are getting to where we can't really focus on one thing at a time. So, if they do say Bigfoot's are being dropped off by aliens, we may scroll past it and not even realize it. Oh, absolutely. That's 100%. That's 100% what's going on here. They're literally, They're literally telling us what's going on finally. And we're just like, oh, it's not pretty and shiny. It's mm-hmm. not a Kardashian. It's not, you know, so nobody's paying attention. Even after one the whole. Things, I was going to say, one of the a great example of this is we were sitting here two years ago, I think it was. And all of a sudden, they noticed that there was something flying out of our solar system. Mm-hmm. It flew in, went to the sun, got a boost from the sun, and actually turned at the wrong angle of what it should. Okay. Right. And I know everybody's heard about it. It's called Oumuamua. Okay. okay. It was the what they thought was the first interstellar object to come into our our solar system. But since then, they found out that there's been others. And one of them is sitting about in the ocean that they're trying to get out. But Amuamua, this thing came into our solar system from outside of our, I don't want to say galaxy, but outside of our solar system, which is the sun, the planets, the The Milky Way, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no. The Milky Way itself is the galaxy. Now, we don't know if this came, it's almost a thousand percent that it did not come out from outside the galaxy. But that it may, who knows? You know, it could have been flying for that many years. But the thing is, what made this so strange is nobody noticed it until it was leaving 
So it already came in, flew past the Earth, went past the sun, and was leaving our solar system, and that's when they noticed it. Okay. Now, what this is, is it's a long, cigar-shaped object. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. no real pictures of it. So when you look it up, all you'll see a picture of a rock that's kind of long. And But the thing is, they don't have any real pictures of this thing. And when it came through our solar system, it was blinking. So not blinking as in like a traffic light blinking. Right. It got shiny, then dark, shiny, then dark. And that shows that it was spinning. So there was a shiny half, a reflective okay. half. Right. So this came through and nobody's talking about it. You may see videos about it, but I feel that that might have been a probe coming from another solar system because that's what they do. The probes can't stop. It's right. just like when we sent the probes out to uh, like Pluto. Mm -hmm. It took a lot, long time for that to get there. It took like, I think, 15 years to get there. And it just flew past the planet. And that's all we did. We had right. to fly past the planet and take pictures, which is awesome. But I think that this Oumuamua, and we can do a whole show on these things. But right. I think this Oumuamua was a probe sent from another galaxy or whatever. Okay. And it did its thing. But the weird thing is it took a turn when it went past the sun. It got a gravity boost. Right. But the angle was wrong. So it was in some kind of controlled flight. And it was moving way too fast for anything. And it that, wasn't from Earth. Yeah. When we say so anyways, they that's what didn't I'm saying. notice it. Here's here's my conspiracy theory brain going. Yeah. It's just that they didn't want right. us to know. You can't tell me that they didn't know it was coming. So and that's where I have I would love to know more about and I'll never know as much as I want to, yeah. none of us will, as far as the government's involvement with the ETs. Yeah. Like I I think that's a whole different level, obviously. I'm probably gonna yeah. get shut down for even saying it. But <laughs> it <laughs> That's where I want to know. I'm not going to be mad. Just come out and tell me. You, get, you, yeah. you guys got some deal going? Like, I, I want to know when my number's up and when I'm going to get abducted <laughs> or what have you. And you hear or research some of these abduction stories. And not all of them will be the same, but you'll have people that got oh. abducted by, let's say, the Grays. Or there's, like, mm -hmm. the Little Grays. And then there's the um the ones that look like uh praying mantises. What are they? Yeah. The, there's uh, a term the for mantis. it. And I can't yeah. think of it. Um, but reptilians yes they're the you. reptilians also known by the native americans as the ant people they know their shit <laughs> <laughs> those native americans but when it comes to the spiritual realm when it comes to the alien stuff like they all everything about that i love mm -hmm. just because just when you go to any other i would say country even and they just have a completely different outlook and they're a little more open when it comes to like if you say you believe in aliens or if you believe yeah. in the spiritual realm and stuff like that they're like oh yeah we got this or we've seen this you know or there's stuff we're only allowed to know so much obviously because well a lot of the stuff we couldn't handle it just like when they wanted to storm area 51 i'm like are these people serious because they can't even handle each other right now you want to throw aliens into the mix like when they think they're going to be okay with it no good example <laughs> of that is Look at when the pandemic started. When, <laughs> what did everybody freak out about? To to toilet paper? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we're prepared. <laughs> yeah, give us aliens. I, I, as a collective whole, we're mm -hmm. all not prepared. Yeah. And the ones that are prepared, I do believe that we are outnumbered by the non-prepared, which is fine. I'm not saying that they're wrong they wouldn't be able to handle it because i think some of us just aren't this is gonna sound really horrible but i don't mean it in an offensive way but like we're not our minds are evolved enough to comprehend 
a different life beings. Yeah. Does that make any sense? I feel no, like I'm does. rambling, it, but like in no, my brain, it, it makes sense. It does so make like, sense. You could put a room of 25 people like me and you that are like, oh yeah, aliens and ghosts, yeah, Bigfoots, you know, like mm-hmm. we want to see them all. And then 25 of people that like are skeptic on everything, those skeptics are going to be like, they're going to pass the F out. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, I'll be like, oh my God, just because their brain isn't wired to comprehend that. Now we've opened up enough to be like, well, maybe. Nobody can answer my question as to why. We stop mm-hmm. asking the question why. You know, I, it always goes back, like when you were saying that, it popped in my mind that it goes back to the religion aspect. Mm-hmm. Good example is my mom. My mom said, you know, well, God made us. And that, and I'm like, I know, but how do we know? I mean, if he can make us, he can make a million more. How do mm-hmm. we know there isn't a planet where it was a test planet where people are walking around with arms coming out of their heads, you know? Uh, right, but but, but they've know, made it work, and he wanted this place. That's the thing. If they say that if there was an alien, if we found like even if we found microbial life on other planets, oh yeah, mm-hmm. they said that the religion, all the religions of the world, would collapse. I'm like, no, they wouldn't, because if they believe that God made us, or mm-hmm. whatever they call their God, if they believe that God made us, and we are in total, con- or He's in total control of us, He can make it on other planets too and just not let us know right exactly well see that's if they were going to collapse they would have already with the changing let's just say in the 10 years of everything um Mm -hmm. not just saying that there was any type of life form anywhere else it you can tell people and you can show them facts we can show them scientific facts however if their belief system is so ingrained in them it doesn't matter what you tell them oh yeah you know, they're still going to be like, okay, that's great, but my God still put me here. You know, and yeah. it, some of them probably would be shaken up, the religions, whatnot, but I don't, it, I don't think it would collapse because it, it, it's a group. Yeah. It's, it would just show that it's been done other places. Right. And they'd probably be like, oh, well, and then as we know, religion does, it'll transform itself to work in its favor. <laughs> and well, that's a whole different podcast too. And they'll probably get yeah, canceled. <laughs> No, but you know, okay, so let's, let's come back a little bit. Okay. So we talked about other planets or other places that might have life on them, whether yeah. it is microbial life or whatever. And we can go into that, the difference are, you know, like the Fermi paradox and all that kind of stuff. But right. think about this. When in 84, they found their first exoplanet, which means a mm-hmm. planet outside of our universe or, right. you know, outside of our, our, uh, our thingy that we live on. Our galaxy? Um, yeah. You no. Know, out of our no. um, solar system. Solar system. <laughs> talk about talk aliens. The solar system <laughs> being our sun, our planets, and then the galaxy yeah. is what we're in. But we found our first exoplanet in two thousand or in um eighty four. And I don't remember the name of it, but we found that since then we've realized that almost every single star out there has planets around it. Mm-hmm. You know, we always thought that it was rare. We thought that right. well. You know, it's rare for a, a sun or a, a star to have planets around it. But since then, we found exoplanets around almost every single star and around binary systems, which means mm-hmm. two suns rotating around each other. Right. So that brings the possibility of planets that can harbor life to a whole new level. Now, mm-hmm. on top of that, we think about, okay, the habitable zone. The planet has to be within the zone where it's not too cold or not too hot. Right. We found that there are billions 
of stars with habitable, zone, habitable zones around them with planets in them. So the possibility of a planet having life on it went up so much. And it's almost, I mean, I, I don't know what number to put out, but right. it, it's almost like 80, I'll just say 70% or whatever. I'm just throwing mm-hmm. that up. But the amount of planets out there that are in the habitable zones and may have life on them. Now, we don't know because you still have to look at the composition of the, the atmospheres, if they have atmospheres, stuff like that. Right. To see if there are traces of elements that are caused because of life, you know, like oxygen. Mm-hmm. Our planet didn't have any life on it for millions of years until cytoplasm decided to start coming out and putting oxygen in the air. And then it took another million years to have enough oxygen. But what's to say another planet doesn't, those beings on that other planet, why do they need air? Maybe they don't need air. Maybe they don't. (laughs) And people think, well, that's nuts. Right here on Earth, there are so many microorganisms and even bugs Mm -hmm. that don't need oxygen. There's Mm -hmm. bugs that live so far down in caves or underwater or that, you know, fish. Yeah. I, I mean, they do use oxygen, but, well, yeah. you know, but there's so but many But who things, are we like, to say no? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's such a big, we're not flying out on spaceships and going to these places to see with our own eyes. Yeah. That would be amazing and scary, but. Yeah. Right now, the only way that we can even tell if a planet is around the sun is by watching its brightness of its star mm-hmm. and watching for the dimming and stuff. Now. With the James Webb telescope, it's completely different. But we don't even know if they have life on them until we can look at the the atmosphere and the light mm-hmm. that comes out of the atmosphere and all that jazz. So, but even then, who's to say? I'm I'm always the one to ask why, even yeah. especially with science questions. It's but why, but why? Because there's always a but why. Mm-hmm. So with that, again, who's to say? Okay, yup, we we come up with this, we find this, we figured it out by numbers and you know what those smart people do. <laughs> but until we can go there and actually see, yeah, how, how do we know? Because again, okay, yep, it doesn't have oxygen. It doesn't have water. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what we need. Yeah. But if there's aliens out there, who's to say that they need it? Yeah, I don't. That was one of the big discussions, like with the Fermi paradox. Is he, he was like, well, why are they not here? Okay, let's figure out the why are they not here. There's so many reasons. You know, obviously we mentioned before on the show about. The cave drawings, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I believe that they have been and they probably still are here. Now, let's talk about the reasons why they wouldn't be here. One of the first things is we are such a minuscule little dot in the full scheme of the universe mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I was talking to someone and I said, it's like if you're driving and you go to Bono, Ohio, and you drive through Bono, Ohio, and everybody points at you and goes, oh, my God. Look, there he is. He just drove past us. And then you don't go to Bono ever again. And they're not going to say that because he didn't drive through. But yeah, right. Bono is such a small little town in the whole scheme of the Earth. It's the same as the Earth is, or even our solar system is to the universe. It's right. such a small, minuscule little dot. Who is going to point their spaceship right at that empty space and find us? That's one of them. Another one is, how do we know the planet isn't a water planet where they can't build spaceships? They're all fish or even fish people where they can communicate with each other, but yet they can't build the spaceships or right. the gravity's too high to where they mm-hmm. can't get off their planet. Or We're going into that theory thing. We need to save that yeah. for the next episode, okay. buddy. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's so many 
Like, what ifs? And then this, and then this, and yeah. nobody can sit there and tell us, no, I'm probably going to get so much email being like, no. Yes. Send no. emails. Well, Send you know emails. what? Unless you can tell me proof, I'm going uh, with, hmm, I'm not going yes or no, but I'm yeah. going, hmm. If we're here, then it's a possibility that there's more out there. I'm just saying. Yeah. We need to, Earth needs to let her ego down a little bit. We're not <laughs> the only things, you know, like, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take this up in the second episode. <laughs> so is there anything else you want to say? Oh, there's a ton of stuff <laughs> on this. On this you know intro. me, you can't shut me up when you start. <laughs> on the intro episode. Oh, the intro episode. No, but the thing is, you have to open your mind. Yes. You have to think about, you know, are there aliens here? Were there aliens here? What do they look like? What do... What are their intentions? That's another big one too. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that when the aliens fly past the earth, they block their windows, you know, they block their doors. It's like driving through Detroit. <laughs> people say, I've had so many conversations with people that say, well, how do we know that they're not hostile? I'm like, uh, we're the hostile ones. Have you seen We're still thing? here. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I think we're the ones that they're trying to avoid. We're not, they're not trying, or we don't want to avoid them. They want to avoid us. Because mm -hmm. our planet is so hostile. Yeah. And I think that they really made themselves known when they noticed that we started making nuclear bombs and stuff. I think that's when it really took off. Because yeah. it's sort of like Star Trek, mm -hmm. the prime directive. You leave the planet alone until they reach warp drive to where they can get to the other planets. Right. You know, so maybe that's why we haven't had contact, form a formal contact yet. Right. Hey, you're getting back into the theories there, buddy. I know. I know. It's so hard. It is. I it's know. So hard. I know. I mean, so, I could start talking about like the, when the Big Bang happened and all that stuff, but people don't want to hear that. They don't hear the I theory. love that show. Anyway. <laughs> Not the show. I'm talking the actual Big Bang. I know. Which, by the way, the James Webb Telescope, I don't know how true this is, but they say that the James Webb Telescope is proving that the Big Bang didn't actually happen. Really? I think I've actually read that somewhere. But am I fast scrolling? <laughs> then you go through and you think of, well, wait a minute. If you run everything backwards, it all goes to a small point. So who knows? Who knows? Uh-huh. It's, it's it's a vicious rabbit hole circle. And why do the aliens drop their Bigfoots off here? Why did they choose Earth to we drop We will get into that <laughs> on the theories episode. So tell our listeners how they can get a hold of your show and where they can listen to your show at. Anywhere that you're listening to Paranormal XL podcast, you can listen to the 222 Paranormal podcast. When you're done listening to Paranormal XL, go over and type in two two two, and you'll find me. I'm everywhere, and you, you will find him. Yes, I get wrong. I do get wrong. <laughs> um, I do have a YouTube channel. It's not that great, so <laughs> it's not. It's, I don't it, have. It's not it's that not, great. Oh, I don't have that much stuff on it. I'm trying to work on that. So on top of all the other stuff, I'm trying to work on that. Uh, I'm trying to work on the Year of Profit podcast, which is my life coaching podcast. That and YouTube video. Um, one thing I do want to plug, if you're having trouble sleeping or if you want to use your sleep time to grow your mind, I have videos on my Year of Profit podcast for that. But, oops, I lost the other But as in the paranormal goes, just type in 222 Paranormal Podcast. You'll find us anywhere. We do have a website, 222paranormal.com. And from there, you can click on the listen button and listen to our show right through there. But like I said, the easiest way is when you've done listening to Paranormal XL, Go in the search and type in 222. Yay. Good job, Joe. <laughs> I keep looking. So I have, for whatever reason on cameras, I get mm -hmm. a lazy eye and that's what I keep looking at. And then I don't even know how I see it because my one eye is going that way and the other one's. <laughs> <sighs> I 
So you tell Jen, if I can do this with my lazy eye that yeah. shows on camera, <laughs> she can get one, out. One thing I, and this is, I know the listeners well, I don't care. But one thing that I <laughs> do is I'm staring at the screen here instead mm -hmm. of the camera. I'm supposed to be yeah, me too. My, my camera's right here. Yeah. But I have the TV set up right here that I'm actually <laughs> watching, and then my computer screen's down here. Yeah, I'm looking everywhere. My Well, my one eye's looking everywhere. My other one's going where it needs to. <laughs> How embarrassing, so, but you know what? I have to get past it. Well, on the thin one or on a, a separate podcast, we'll have to talk about distances how long it takes to get to certain locations and that's the reason why they're not here all that stuff um, oh yeah that's the next one and <laughs> i brought in my orb oh dang and i brought in this rock which when we're done you're gonna have to tell me what this rock is for i bought it at one of the shows okay but it's a fiddle rock i, I have several fiddle rocks that when i interview people i put the rocks mm -hmm. in front of them so that they don't play with the microphone they yep. play with the rock oh that's a great idea yeah. i love that and we can talk about how the earth which is now my, my orb, and the moon, which is this rock. Every picture you see, they're like this, mm -hmm. and it's circling around, but that's not true. <laughs> if it was to scale, it would be like Science. this. We're getting a lesson like from Joe, everybody. Did you know that you can fit every planet in our solar system between us and our moon? Really? Yeah. That's that how far excessive. away the moon really is. Wow. The moon I is love the moon. really and when we're done, I'll try to dig up the pictures and I'll send them to you for a, send them to you for a different episode. Mm -hmm. But anyways, for this episode, I am so happy that I got to be on with you, and I look forward to our other shows that we do together. Yeah, and it's going to be so awesome. Convention season is coming up. We'll be with each other in person, and we'll be able to bug people as they walk past our tables. Yeah, hey, that's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> So with that, um, of course, email your stories to paranormalxl at writeme.com. And stay kind, stay humble, and remember, don't yog someone else's yum ever. <laughs>